Hey there, I'm Obi Spencer. I'm here with Ed Phillip, and of course, we are your new favorite podcast, Drinking from the Garden Hose. We're just a couple of cranky old men in training, bitching about the way things used to be and how they should be now. Ed, how are you? Doing great, Obi. Got a lot of opinions again tonight. Can't wait to get them off my chest. If you like Ed's opinions, my opinions, neither of our opinions, both our opinions, let us know. Leave comments wherever you're listening to us. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon. You know, I hear Alexa is great at finding us. But go ahead, listen to us, and rate us, and, and leave comments. Today we're going to be talking about the wussification of gym class, and we're going to start with everybody's favorite dodgeball. Uh, I mean, it was so good they made a movie about it. I mean, what other gym class sport did they ever make a movie about it? If you can dodge a ball, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Um, but now I don't think kids play it because they might get picked last, or they might get hit in the head with a ball. And they doing any dodgeball around you? Yeah, the, yeah, I, I, I'll get into that in a second. But I think officially um, the reason dodgeball has been outlawed in some school districts is because it's a targeting game. So dodgeball has been outlawed. Uh, Gaga, if, if you have kids and they play Gaga, that is also a targeting game that has been outlawed, believe it or not, at some schools because it encourages you to, you know, target someone and get them out of the game. And, and apparently that's no longer allowed in society. All right, so I, I, I did not know about Gaga being outlawed because where I live, I thought Gaga was what they did to replace dodgeball. Like, all the schools were like, we want our own Gaga court. Uh, all the camps around here have multiple Gaga rings. Uh, for those who don't know, Gaga is dodgeball, except you hit the ball with your hand and you can't hit anybody above the knees or it doesn't count. And it's played in because, you know, <laughs> what better shape to play a vicious game in an octagon. So uh, that's Gaga. Yeah. It's, it's, that's close combat dodgeball basically. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Kids love it. And, but you know, some places have taken it to the extreme and said it's a targeting game and they've outlawed it. Believe it or not, there are school districts uh, in New Jersey to be exact that have outlawed it, but let's get back to dodgeball and talk about, you know, so that, you know, interestingly enough, right. There was always two forms of dodgeball growing up right there was the kind you played like on the playground and then there was the kind you played in gym class right so the kind that that we're talking about being banned is the kind you play in gym class because the other kind was actually never allowed in school but that was now that's a targeting game right so Obi, you probably play this right everyone lines up against the wall and one person has the ball and you have to throw it at a person and try to hit them right and since you're against the wall there's nowhere to go like the ball's coming at you you're gonna get hit right Right. So, so that, that, that was kind of dodgeball, but then, then you played what in my school was called bombardment, which is actually dodgeball. So if you saw the movie dodgeball, right, you get teams on both sides, yell, go, you get the balls and you got to throw the ball. If you hit somebody, they're out, they catch it, you're out, you catch it. Somebody on your team gets to come back in, whatever team has the last people in uh, is still there. But again, that is a targeting game, right? So people, some schools, now my kid's school, I was, at, I was you know, doing some research today. And spoke with Alex, and uh, I said, "So tell me, do you play dodgeball at school?" And her exact response to me was, "Absolutely." And I'm a beast. I said, "Oh, <laughs> explain, explain why you're a beast at dodgeball." Um, apparently, she's like the king targeter. 
<laughs> and she targets other kids. <laughs> this is why she's a beast. She says, I get kids out and I catch the ball and I hit them. And, and I said, so are there kids that I'm trying to wonder, like, is this school getting around the rules by saying, you know, if you don't want to play, you can opt out. And I said, so uh, are kids allowed not to play? She goes, no, 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 no. There's, but there's some kids, you know, like the popular girls. They just stand in the back. She goes, I get them out first. <laughs> uh, see, my memories of dodgeball, yes. I wouldn't so much say, like, I don't remember targeting as much as I remember, A, a dodgeball was one of those sports where they drafted. Like, I think that was always the worst part of gym was drafting more than anything else, right? I'll take – Joe, I'll take whoever. And then it's like, oh my goodness. Um, I'm on the last yeah, one. Yeah, because then last you're, you're left with or you're left with Pee-wee, right? It's you and Pee-wee, yeah. right? And your friend is picking and your friend picks Pee-wee. And you're the last yeah. kid, right? Yeah, yes. Which, yeah, so that, that was always rough. And then I mean dodgeball at a certain age, you know, there it does get divided where there are kids who are who can throw the ball really hard. And other kids who can't, if you get hit in the head by one of those kids, I thought that's why they were getting rid of dodgeball. Because if you get hit in the head by one of those kids who's a little older, uh, not just physically developed better, and they hit you in the head, thunk, you know, you, you get hurt. Um, I thought that was the reason, not because they were worried about uh, who was getting thrown to. Because, you know, I remember kids who didn't want to play, they just be like, they stand up right in the front, put their hands like this and then you know they get hit in the knee and they'd be out and they can go sit down or whatever so obi uh, we're on a pod wow. we're on a podcast not one damn person saw what uh the kids used to do but it's oh good one hand you, over it's, your it's, it's one good hand that you showed everybody one hand over your cock and one hand over your nose and this way when you got hit nothing got broken that's great so so we use the word wussification to be safe and then you go drop the c word awesome <laughs> I, I, that's, I thought that was the. I, okay. <laughs> you thought that was a scientific term for your groin? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, you know, you're I like have a to grown man. Twice. <laughs> you're, you're a grown man and you still don't know the scientific terms for your uh, PP. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> okay, Mr. PP. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, Obi, I think the reason why. Like people would get hurt is so the famous red balls that you use for kickball, right? So they're the rubber balls yeah. that had some a little bit of texture on the outside, and they would always be like overinflated, and they made that really that that distinct noise that everyone's hearing in their head right now when you would kick it or hit the ground. So yeah, you started out playing with them, but then Nerf came around, right? And so then you ended up playing dodgeball with a bunch of Nerf balls, right? So they got a lot safer, but it was still targeting, right? So I got a I got an awesome dodgeball story that involves me as an adult and actually it involves me not that long ago in my forties. Um, so we're, we're trying to do, we, I was actually playing dodgeball as a 40 something year old and, and someone tried to get me fired. You ready for this one? So we trying to do a team building activity at work and uh, a group of staff came up with this idea of doing a dodgeball tournament. And so we have a bunch of different divisions at work. So each division entered the dodgeball tournament. And uh, we had uh, an individual that worked with us who uh, was obviously anti-dodgeball uh, for the targeting rules and all the other rules. Apparently, it's the devil's game. And um, But nobody really knew this person was anti-dodgeball. They just We just thought they weren't going to participate at a principal or something. Anyway, dodgeball tournament happens on a Sunday. A lot of fun. 
the next day, I kid you not, the next day, this individual went into the HR director's office with a copy of our personnel policy and said, we need discipline here. The, the, and named me and some other staff members that violated the shall not throw, harass, or hit another employee at work. The HR director was incredulously just looking at the person, but they were playing dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, but they, <laughs> they, hit, they hit each other with the ball and they threw the ball at each other. I got to hand it to that person. Like that is, that is like, I have been angry about something like that is hard work. It's supposed to even just saying, look, I really oppose the dodgeball. Can we, I think this is, can we not do it? Instead, I'm going to target some individuals I work with to get rid of them by going through the handbook to find it, to find yeah. it. They were, yeah. Needless and to that, say, I, I kept my job, Obi. I still work there. Are you guys allowed to throw footballs to each other? They are the kind that could be construed as at the person. <laughs> So listen, I fully agree that if I already just show up to my coworker's office and start pegging balls at them, right? Like I get that I'd probably be disciplined and maybe even terminated, right? But if we both consciously and willfully walk onto the dodgeball court in 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 in, in like goofy uniforms by mind mind you, right? Goofy uniforms. I think full average Joe yellow. Yeah, I think that's consent to being like, you know, targeted at work. I mean, I think it's okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, that was kind of interesting. So I thought you might get a kick out of that one. I, I do. I that is great. I, that that is wonderful. I am uh I am involved in team building activities at my job. And if we ever do get back to in the office, uh, I am going to suggest a dodgeball tournament divided up. Uh, by where people work. So when they come into the office, yes, absolutely. I think this is great. Make sure you get it cleared by HR first so you don't find out afterwards, oops, broke that policy. Oh, well, you know, or you, there's got to be, you know, you can throw things at your monitor. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so, so that, you yeah. know, on that, I'll tell you another time. I This is another thing we did at work one time, and this was actually, again, uh, we had a, it was a smaller work. Place. So we, we may not even had an HR director at the time, but we were doing again. It was a, uh, in, an in innovation exercise. And we were, I was told to the facilitator told me to bring like 20 cans of silly string to this, um, kind of retreat. And, uh, I didn't okay. know why, I didn't know why I was bringing the silly string, but I brought them anyway. And then we get there and there's like 15 of us, 20 cans of silly string, about 15 people. And we're at like maybe three tables. So maybe five people to a table. And we're supposed to put the, the silly string on the table. And then the presenter says, listen, today's a day of brainstorming. And the, the thing that gets in the way of brainstorming is negativity. And so often at work, someone has a, an idea, whether it's a great idea or not, it doesn't matter. But someone has an idea. And there's always that one person that says, nah, that'll never work. Or, yeah, we tried it once, right? And that just shuts down creativity instead of, hey, I have an idea. Oh, what, what if we did this idea? So if you stayed positive, you might actually get somewhere with ideas. So the whole idea was... It was all about brainstorming. And as soon as somebody got negative, you nailed them with the silly string. Right? So think about this. You're at work with your coworkers. There's always that person, right? Covered in silly oh, string. Oh, yeah. Person. That person got covered in silly string because some people just can't help themselves. They're just negative, right? right? 
And uh, right. silly string actually does stain clothing. So just I want everyone to know that. Yeah, I it it can. I, I am aware of uh, the silly string clothing problem. I also know, and I never fully understood why, but when they would collect things for the troops, they would always include silly string as one of the things to include for the troops. I know had something to do with IEDs, but I really don't understand what. So someone, please listen, explain to me why silly string was included in things for the troops. You think maybe you shoot the silly string at the IED and detonate it? But the thing is, I don't think you're far enough away. Like, I think... I, I think it was used to find tripwire. I don't know. I, I don't know. Interesting. Well, yes. maybe someone will let us know. So let's get back to that red ball, because I got another story about that red ball that was originally in dodgeball, and then we went to Nerf balls. That red ball was great for kickball. Now, you're still allowed to play kickball. Again, you know, that right. whole drafting thing, Obi, that I think is outlawed. I think now it's all about counting off by twos, right? One, two, one, two. Right, right. Ones go over there, two goes over there. That way nobody gets picked last. But so second or third grade, I'm out on the playground playing kickball, and this is one of those times where you know the teachers used to have to be out on the on the uh playground supervising so this teacher was off to the side one kid one of the kids who had probably had facial hair in third grade he gets up and he kicks the ball kicks the ball higher than i ever saw this ball go before in hindsight probably went 15 feet in the air it doesn't matter at the time in second grade highest i ever saw the ball go and we're all watching the ball go up and then we watched the ball come down and literally hits our music teacher right square in the top of the head, right? Now, usually you would think someone would just go, who the hell did that, right? No, instead, she withered like the Wicked Witch of the West who just got water on her. She just got hit and went, ooh, and fell. It collapsed right down to the ground. I'll never forget that the day I lived, the day my music teacher got knocked out by a kickball. That, that, that's good. But, you know, I, speaking of, like, these targeting games – and kickballs, we used to play a game that was totally more targeting than even dodgeball. Spud, did you play this one? So you throw the ball up in the air, and you yell a number between like 1 and 30. Whoever's number that was there, they get the ball, and then once they caught it, they could take three steps and then whip it at somebody who, like in the game you described earlier, could not move. And when you got four lettered, Spud, you were you were out of the game. I mean, that was a game where you definitely targeted people. Like, oh, so, so, you're, Mikey. So, so everybody has a number. So like, I'm number three. The ball gets thrown up and somebody else three. So I have to catch the ball. But everyone else yeah. has to freeze when I catch it. Once you catch it, everyone has to freeze. And then, and then you're, and you're, allowed, you're allowed to take a certain number of steps and then you could and throw the ball at somebody. If you hit them, they got a letter. I don't remember if you were catching or not involved, um, but yes, that was the essence of the game. Well, that's definitely targeting. I'll tell you another targeting game, right? Isn't any form of tag targeting? Because I don't know about you, but when I used to play tag, wouldn't we used to always go after the slow fat kid? I mean, come on. He was easy to tag. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember going, like, at school, I was mid-range speed. But then the kids I played tag with at home, I was slow. And it was like, wait, I like this game in school. I don't like this game at home. Yeah. I remember got, that. And yeah, yeah you, you, could, you got you got targeted, right? Because you were the slowest yeah. kid. So so tag, I don't peasy. 
I don't know if tag is outlawed at schools. I mean, I don't know if kids play. Kids don't like to run anymore anyway, so I doubt they play tag, right? They're probably too busy playing. Yeah, they, they play a game called Foursquare. I don't know the rules of Foursquare, but I know that's the popular kickball game. Yeah, so Foursquare is interesting as well. So I don't know all the rules, but here's one thing why kids like it. There's absolutely no movement, right? The whole idea is you have to stay in your square, right? So you don't move at all. <laughs> But I believe Foursquare is also a targeting game because you have to try to target one of the other people in the squares to get out. So aren't most games targeting? I, I, it's hard to think of a, of a game that is um, not like a team sport that isn't targeting that you play at young ages in gym. Like, I don't know, like tennis is – but you don't play that when you're young – Hockey, like all of the young kid gym games aren't real sports yet. They just run around and do something games. So, yeah, yeah I think a lot of them are targeting. Um, kickball wasn't. Uh, pillow polo wasn't. I don't know if you played pillow polo. That was uh, that was basically hockey, but with a big Nerf ball and big Nerf bats. Yeah, um, that, we, we played regular floor hockey in gym. And, you know, people would get hit with the puck. That was cool. That was fun. We played we played floor hockey in middle and high school, but in elementary school we played pillow polo. And we had a we had a um, we had an after school pillow polo club. So what you're saying is pillow polo is the wussification of floor hockey for elementary school kids, and you were wussified back in the in the eighties, basically late eighties. You were wussified. I was. I was. You know, I wasn't in Canada, so they didn't put us give us hockey sticks. Interesting. Well, yeah. I was a little north. I was in New York State. That's right. You had that. And we got to play with hockey sticks. There you go. I'll tell you a, fun, I'll tell you a funny. I'll tell you a funny story about hockey. You know, going back in the day. So I used to play street hockey out in the street. My neighbor, he had a street hockey stick. I had a street hockey. We had the goals. We had pucks. We had everything. We don't. We play outside. You know those commercials, or you see those memes about you know game on, and then you got a car, and you got to get off everything out of the street. That was us growing up. Well, we, uh, my, my, my neighbor had one of those, uh, stormwater sewer, you know, sewer drains in, at the end of his driveway. And one day we were playing with his puck, not my puck, his puck, his puck went down the drain. Right. And he starts crying and he tells his, his mom yells out the window. What the hell are you crying about? And I'm telling you, we're probably 10 or 11 years old. What are you crying about? He's like, oh, my puck went down the drain. And apparently in his mind, I could have saved it. And, uh, I didn't. Right now, I'm not Ron Duguay, right? I, I couldn't, I could, you know, I, all right, maybe I could have saved it and I want to see if it actually would go down the drain. But anyway, it doesn't really matter for the story. The, the mom, my neighbor, this neighbor, the mom says to the kid, well, turn around and smack him across the face with your hockey stick. <laughs> hockey moms, they're not new. I mean, are you kidding me? Ten years old, and she's she's basically telling the kid to kill me. Unbelievable! And like, and she said it out loud. Like my mom heard it too. Like the whole neighborhood heard it. And did he have the balls to hit you with the stick? No, he didn't have the balls to hit me with the stick. She she knew that. Probably she was basically, she was whistling, She was telling everyone, "My son's a wuss," right there and then. <laughs> <laughs> well, he t he was telling the world he was a wuss when he didn't do it. I mean, he was basically called out by his mom to hit me with a stick, and he didn't do it. Yeah, well, you guys didn't crawl down those drains? No, they're big, big metal freaking uh, great. How are you going to get down there? 
Oh, we used to crawl into it. The ball would go into it. We'd crawl into it. And there's one friend who used to then go exploring, and we would walk through and maybe see which which pipe came up where once he got down into it. He was, he was a literal sewer rat, this you kid. Can't, you can't be talking about the same thing I'm talking about. There was no way to crawl into this. Only a hockey puck could get into this thing in rain. Yeah, I'm not. I'm talking about the things that the water went into on the side of the streets to get into the sewers. Yeah, so you you're, you're talking about the one that the clown from It was in, where you know, like it yeah, open. Oh yeah, yeah. That I'm not. I'm not talking about one of them. I'm talking about the only. It was you know in the road. It was in the middle of the road, and it just had a grate there. There was no crawling in it. You had somebody crawl oh, okay. through that thing. Did did the kid oh, yeah. crawl through? He crawled through that after seeing it, or before or before seeing it? Because I got to think, if you see that movie It, you never go near one of those things. Yeah, we are. We're, we're old. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna make sure we get out. We're fucking old. There was no <laughs> it when we were kids. I remember when the book came out and reading it. There was no it when we were small. When this guy was small enough to walk through the the, the, the grates. Come on now. Yeah, you know, and quite frankly, it is probably the least dangerous thing about what he what that kid did. I yeah. mean, I don't think yeah. I don't think I don't think it's recommended to crawl into those things. I mean, he could. I, I still listen. I remember him. Come on! I'm like, we're gonna get lost. He goes, it comes out right over there. I'm like, uh, until you turned. Um, the fact that he knew where it, the fact that he knew where it came out is blowing my mind. Like, so he had been down there more than once. Uh, multiple. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's quite a successful uh, CP uh, accountant right now. He's probably managing the books of companies we're investing in. But he used to crawl through grades. Interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So, Obi, I, I heard. I, so, I heard you have another off the wall topic tonight for us to get into. I do. I don't even really know what this thing is, and I have no idea if you do. But like, I'm seeing all up and down my uh, feed, not Wordle, but another game people are playing and they're getting complaints about because they, apparently they're not very good. Have you seen anyone complain about this game, Elden Ring? Or am I too far off off the beaten path for you with this one? Help oh, yeah. Dude, I'm way too cool. Okay. Well, I had a backup in case you didn't. That's a little more timely because today is uh, National Women's Day, International Women's Day. So you know what they were actually recording this on. We take our time because we don't know when we're going to get together. Um, but tomorrow is not International Women's Day. But Tiger Woods has chosen his daughter to introduce him when he goes into the Hall of Fame. And his daughter and your daughter and one of my sons all have something in common. So I want to know how you came up with the name Sam for your child. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, so this is how I came up with my kids' name. So I have Sam and Alex, right? Two females. And uh, so I, I actually really thought this out. The world is a sexist place, right? And I realized this in, you know, in working that. Men are treated differently in the workplace, and women have to work harder. Uh, women uh, have to, it's tougher for them to get opportunities, tougher for them to get their foot in the door. And I recognize this at a, a young age. And so, what I realized is think about this when you get a resume, you have no idea who the person is, you just know what their name is, right? And so, what I want, so I was dead set that if I ever had, first of all, I was never going to have daughters, okay? I was only going to have boys, they were going to be major league baseball stars which would be spending a lot of time with me right now because there's no baseball. But but anyway, I had daughters, uh, and I'm a girl dad, and I love it. But I was going to give them boy names um, or that names that could be boys so that if they wanted to and if the world didn't change, her 
resume could say Sam, right? Or Alex, or they could say Samantha or Alexandra. But if they say Sam, they're going to shock the crap out of the guy that thinks they're interviewing a guy for the job. But hey, she's in the door and she's going to get the job once she gets in the door. So that's why I need my kids with uh, boy names. Okay. Excellent. That was our little tidbit. I'm going to have to come up with a good name for these uh, for this thing. I want to do trending topic. Doesn't get a good name, but I couldn't figure out how to put the word "ed" in trending. Trending. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with better topics. Well, well, if you spell it wrong, I mean, if you should spell "ed" wrong, you know. And and by the way, apparently there's multiple ways to spell "ed." So, <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna you're not. I mean, this is some crazy stuff, right? But back back, I, and I think in college. It was because the loud music in the fraternity basements. But I remember on multiple occasions, like I would be introducing myself to somebody and they say, could you spell that? I, I swear to God. And I always and I would say to our, our buddy Spaz, I'd be like, why the hell are they asking me to spell my name? It's E.D. Like, so then we got this joke that like, oh, no, you just got to tell people it's E.D.Q. And the Q silent. Right. And just to look at their face. Right. So I used to mess around with people like that in college and like spell it. Like I'm telling you more than once, like multiple times that I could plan this out. Like, how do you spell it? So I was like EDQ and they're like, huh? I'm a like, Q silent. And then they, they give me a look like you're an ass. And I'm like, well, you asked, right? So anyway, fast forward, right? So that's like 30 years ago. I go out to dinner like two weeks ago with, with Sam and uh, I go and maybe again, loud restaurant. I'm not really sure, but we go and put my, goes, can we have your name to put my name on the list? I, I say, Ed, she goes, can you spell it? So I was so taken back. I forgot the silent Q part, but I did, but I, but I did say E D D. Okay. I didn't shame that you forgot the silent Q. I I'm trying to think there, maybe they're like Ed and like at a restaurant, you're like, was that Ed, Ted, Ned? Like there's a bunch of other names that precede it. And maybe that's what they were. Other people were asking you too. Was that Ned? Was that Ted? Was that Fred? Was that Ed? I, in a loud environment. But you know what? At our fraternity house, I would just, you know, just keep calling you Fred all the time. That would have been the better story. Hey, so, Fred! Well, yeah. But, okay, so Obi, think about this for a sec. So remember, multiple times people ask me to spell my name. Do you know how many times I've asked when I've met somebody? Maybe if I'm actually working and I'm trying to take an order or something, right? But how many times in personal life, in my life, have I asked somebody to spell their name? Take a guess. How many times Zero. do you think? Zero. Zero. Exactly. Because there's two, there's two really good reasons why. The first is I don't give a shit. Business. Well, no, the first is I don't give a shit how you spell your name. You just told me your name. I don't care how you spell it. That's the first reason. The second reason is look back at the first reason. I really don't care how you spell your name. I never ask. What about? All right, because I, I, I have asked somebody, um, but it's, it's usually specific parts of their name. So uh, my son's girlfriend's name is Sarah, and so it, you know it was coming to Christmas, and you know, do you put an H or not? So I had to ask about a in that situation. That I will justify my asking. And that's why I cared. But you've never asked somebody in a situation like that. When you had to write something to them. Okay. All right. So I lied. There is one time I asked somebody to spell their name. But it wasn't when I met them. It wasn't when I met them. No, no, I, no. I, that's... I, 
if I'm meeting you, especially if I'm at a party or at a bar, why do I care how you spell your name? No, there was this one time, uh, father of um, Sam's, you know, Sam's basketball team, girl plays on his team. I knew they were from Greece. And, you know, you know how it goes, right? You you get the guy's name early in the season. And by the end of the season, you, you don't remember this guy's name, right? But you just say, hey, you. you and you've been sitting next to this guy all season long, have conversations. You know everything about this guy. You know where in Greece he's from, but you have no idea what his first name is, right? Right. And I kid, I kid you not, I get in that situation, right? And so last game of the season, he comes up to me after we're all talking. He's like, hey, let's keep in touch. Put my put my number in your phone, right? Well, I would I can't just put his number in my phone. I need his name, right? So, so I'm thinking to myself, how can I be slick here? So I say to him, you ready for this one, Ovi? I say, oh, great. How do you spell your name? Smart guy that I am. That's how I'm going to get his name, right? Because he's Greek. It's got to be some weird name. Want to know what he says to me when I say, how do you spell your name? ED, the Q is silent. No. <laughs> that would be, that, you know what? If that was the case, we would just end the podcast right now, right? That would be their side. No, no, no. Almost better. He says, Jimmy. I'm like, oh, what an ass. Like Everyone knows how to spell Jimmy. But then the saving grace, he says, G-I-M-M-Y. So then I'm like, see, I should have asked. No, that's a, see there. There you can go. Is that an I E or a Y at the end as well? Like, you know. Oh, but when he said Jimmy, I'm like, I'm such an ass. <laughs> and by the way, that's not his real name. You oh no, it's Greek, not. You know, Greek. Yeah. That's his American name. I I'm sure. I'm sure that that is not his uh, his real name uh, because he spells it with a G. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he thinks that's the American spelling. I mean, he don't know. Yeah, you're right, right. No, his real name is Giannis. After Takumpa, you didn't know you were sitting next to the whole season. <laughs> so, so, so you know what I said to him after he says G-I-M-M-Y? I said, oh, good, because it's all Greek to me. And he's no longer someone you talk to anymore. No, he's my plumber. He comes by. He does some plumbing jobs for me. He's oh, good. 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 Did he fix your toilet? Or did you do that no, yourself in the No, end? I can fix my own toilet. I know how to do that. No, he does that. I know. Well, he does, you said he, you does were, the hot, he does the hot water heater stuff. He does the hard stuff. Oh, oh okay. All right. That's good. That's good. And now that I know your hot water heater is working, we've gone a long time. I'm going to say that's it for this episode. Uh, of course, remember, the charm is that we suck. Ed, anything else before I give our final sign-off? No, just uh, everyone have, have a good day. And keep listening. All right. I'm Obi. He's Ed. Get us wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening. Take care.